Hello, and welcome to another episode of Behind the Seas. Christine here, and I've got Colin with me as well. Hello, everybody. It has been a long time since we've done this, Behind the Seas, but it's also been a long time since we've had any new episodes on the Dynamic Leaders podcast, and I'll just jump straight into the fun news and let everybody know who doesn't already know via social media. I know not everybody follows me on social media, but Dynamic Leaders Podcast has been acquired by Blue Wire. They're a podcasting network. All that means is that we are now on a professional podcasting platform, should get more ears, should get more attention, will help us bring even stronger guests on in the future. But it's a really exciting acquisition for me. It's created a few additional opportunities that we might touch on through the course of our conversation today with Christine. But that is why there has been a little bit of a delay with episodes. The first new episode, in addition to this being a new episode, is going to be on Monday, July 26th. So this is coming out the Friday before, so you get a nice little treat behind the seas for episode 149, and then we have episode 150, crazy, we already have more than 150 episodes, some of them are bonus, but technically episode 150 is coming out on Monday, July 26th, it features Lauren Johnson, who is a performance, a mental performance coach with the Yankees, and now does it on her own with many other organizations, so just sit back enjoy this conversation enjoy what's coming up but wanted to get the exciting news out of the way let people know where we've been and what we've been up to yeah thanks for doing that so i figured since it has been a while we could start off with just updates on where we're at and talk about some of the interesting things that we have going on so from an overall life perspective since the last time we've spoken I have moved into an operations role at my job and have gotten the opportunity to work on some really interesting projects. I have been in marketing for pretty much my entire career and have always been really interested in internal work culture, projects and processes, and having an impact on the people that I work with. So it's been really exciting to me to make this shift into operations. And one of the coolest projects I've gotten to work on so far is called Friday Recharge. So for the summer, when things tend to be a little slower for a lot of our retail clients, we have decided to give everyone Fridays off. And obviously a lot of work had to go into planning how we would have coverage in place in case anything happened and what communications would look like. So it ended up being a a pretty deep project but so far so good and as we embark on this I just keep reading different articles about the four-day work week and how they're seeing a lot of success with it in other places Uh, and I think what's extra exciting about this particular program is we're not working for 10-hour days we are just removing one day of work per week and coming from a culture where people sometimes feel very pressured to be working all the time this really forced a change for a lot of people to look more critically at the work that they're doing and focus on what moves the needle instead of spinning your wheels on all the other little things that can come up throughout the course of the day. So, so far feedback we've heard on the program is actually increased productivity, less stress, and 
overall a really good feeling, even from people who were not sure how this was going to work in a client service industry. We've had great success so far, so super excited about that. What do you think has been one of the biggest surprises of the whole process? Because I think it's really interesting, obviously, and there's probably a lot of people who are listening saying, wow, I wish I worked for Christine's company. How come my company doesn't do this? But what's been, good or bad, what's been one of the biggest surprises of this so far now that you've been almost two months in? Yeah, I think one of the biggest surprises to me is that people actually are sticking to it and that we haven't had large fires come up. Um, Even a couple instances within the business where people didn't give the entire team off on Fridays and had rotating coverage of someone on the team being online have been able to ease off of doing that because they realized by communicating that we're not working on Fridays and by still getting our work done to the extent that it needs to be done, we're not having fire drills come up for the most part on Fridays. So just the level of success we've seen in that regard is surprising to me because it's a very scary thing to do. And from a business owner perspective, not that I am the business owner, but I'm sure it was a lot of fear in the minds of people at the helm of the business. And to have it be going off successfully, to find that people are feeling like, yeah, I actually don't even need to log on on Fridays. That is a huge win to me. Yeah. Yeah. Super cool. What about, um, what about personal training? All sweat with studs. Can you tell us what's been going on? Yeah. I'll give a sweat with studs update as well. So I started last year, toward the end of last year, taking on individual training clients virtually. It was something that I was never sure I wanted to do. I had always been interested in kind of the business model of creating programs and then people buy those programs as they want and perform them on their own. I I wasn't super interested in the personal training side of things because when I did it in person, it's just a a lot of time and you get into kind of the trading time for money model, which I want to be able to effectively help a lot of people. And I can't really do that if I am working a full-time job and then trying to meet with people in person multiple times a week that just the time runs out really quickly. So then with COVID happening and being able to take the business virtual and take people on -on one-on-one virtually. Um, I've seen great success with it, especially because toward the end of last year, I also got my precision nutrition certification and expanded my business into nutrition training. So now I have multiple one-on-one clients. Some do just fitness training, some do nutrition training, and some do both. And it's been a really interesting, awesome ride. I absolutely love my clients. Sometimes it can be very challenging. Um, There's a lot of emotional and mental things that come up in that kind of work. Um, uh, When you're trying to work on yourself in that way, a lot comes up about how you feel about yourself and it's a lot to work through, but it's really rewarding work. It's really exciting. So I'm actually currently maxed out on clients and have a wait list going because I need to take a little bit of time to establish how I can build some processes to allow my business to scale at this rate because I pretty much just started taking people on -on one-on-one and then grew so quickly that I did everything kind of ad hoc and I'm hitting a point where I need to stabilize that before I 
um, allow myself to take on anyone new so that there's no drop in my level of service. And I know there's a ton of different programs out there that can help with that. So if you have any in mind that you've used, definitely reach out to me and let me know as I'm in the research phase of different automations. But yeah, super excited about Sweat with Stads. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome stuff. We'll put the Sweat with Stads handle in the show notes. Pretty easy to access. Check out what she's doing, get in touch, even though she is full right now, moving toward that automation, we'll open things up and you never know what that future is going to hold. So at the very least, have a conversation with her. She's obviously doing a lot of really good stuff for a lot of good people. And I'll give a little bit of work updates as well. So I'll start with the Leadership Academy. We have some exciting stuff happening in terms of this podcast, obviously, A lot of new episodes, as I alluded to earlier on. I'm also in the process right now of working on a special podcast series that's going to address how to become a master of performing under pressure. I'm doing that with a current athlete who's a Division I field hockey player, and we'll get all those details out probably over the course of the next month or two, I would imagine, but that's an additional podcast mini series that's going to be a part of the dynamic leaders podcast and has been a lot of fun um my co-host and and i we've um uncovered a lot to say the least and had some really great conversations we've had a lot of input from current athletes former athletes current and former coaches administrators athletic directors etc so We've really been able to, I think, (laughs) we've gotten a lot smarter in this process, and I think we are going to be able to help people in this. I think it's going to end up being a six or seven episode mini-series. So be on the outlook for that in the near future. In addition, have some relationships with field hockey team, softball team that are going to continue into the fall, do some more team culture work with them. So I'll hopefully have some exciting things to share, you know, developments and all those related aspects as that starts to go on. Um, both of them are going to start up in August uh, when when things start up again. So that's coming pretty quickly. Uh, that's pretty exciting to hear because a lot of the discussions we were having last year were around, you know, navigating athletics in a COVID world when people couldn't even play and budgets were getting slashed across the board because people didn't know what to expect. So to be having that momentum as the world kind of picks back up, I, I think is awesome. Yeah. And it's still difficult and, mm-hmm. and tough. I mean, the, the biggest change is that for the most part, we can, we can all be in person again, right? I mean, there's still that lingering COVID, there's the Delta variant out there, but you know, for the most part, things have stabilized in terms of being able to at least get back out onto the field, have a regular schedule, etc. Uh, budgets are, I'm guessing, still recovering. Uh, but but the nice thing is, you know, kind of like you, I mean, these are um, you know, Sweat with Stods and the Leadership Academy. These are our side things, so um, you know, we can afford to be picky. We can afford to give as great service as we're capable of um and not overexert ourselves and so it's not like i i needed things to like go crazy because fortunately i have another career and you know that career helps pay the bills and allows us to do some of these more fun ventures on the side and uh, in our free time i guess yeah which i do <laughs> love and i just want to say that people probably hear this and think like we're crazy for what we're doing 
full-time jobs, but also having like passion projects that we work on and, and also our businesses that make money. But I think what's really interesting about us doing this is that we both love what we do full-time too. And like personally, I feel the most fulfilled by having both. I think I would feel like something was missing without one or the other right now, personally. So um, on that note, I would love to hear about your full-time job as well. Yeah, and I'll say before I get into that, I think one of the biggest areas of growth I've had as an individual is like getting rid of this entrepreneurial fraud where like when I first started my business, I just thought in order to be someone who could be influential and be really successful, however you measure that, that you need it to go full in on your business. And I tried so hard to to make that work that I think I kind of burned myself out and, um, you know, ultimately led me to, I'm at a really good point right now with, with things. I'm happy with it. I'm happy in my, my other career, which I'll get into uh, here in, in just a second. But I, I think overcoming that, as I told you a few weeks ago or a few months ago, whenever I came to that realization was a really big step forward for me. Um, just to say, I'm, I'm going to make the best of what I can with the leadership Academy, the podcast, the book, anything else that comes associated with that Uh, but I'm also going to pour myself into my career in recruiting in HR which I am uh, just starting this week a brand new opportunity with a remote startup called Snappy Kraken they are they their their main product and what they do for people and their clients is uh, they they do marketing automation for financial advisors so modernizing an industry that um, even before I joined this company, I thought was far behind the times in terms of the way that they try to help people. And you know, financial advisors, because they are a little bit behind, you know, they get a bad rap and nobody ever wants to talk about retirement or life insurance. You know, Some of these conversations that are either difficult or seem far off into the future. Um, but there are a lot of people that do want to have these conversations. And the automation piece, you know, I think can really help just align financial advisors with having the right conversations with the right people. And um, so it's a, it's a cool product. Uh, The company seems incredible uh, leadership all the way down to uh, every single employee there. So I'm super excited. This, this recording on Sunday before my actual first day, but I'm super excited to get started. Opportunity came from a job I didn't get. (laughs) So I, uh, yeah, I always tell people, put put your best self out there every single time. Show up, and you never know who's listening, who's watching. I mean, I I got a really amazing job and opportunity because I did really well, not well enough for a particular position that I was interviewing for, but well enough to impress somebody to introduce me to someone, and that ended up leading to probably the best job opportunity I've ever had in my career to this point, and. Um, it's going to be cool. We have some critical needs to fill, so if you are at all interested in working for a startup, go to snappycracken.com slash careers. I'll put that in the show notes as well. We can have a conversation and go from there. Um, but also in the future, I'm going to have an opportunity to build out the department, and you know we'll have um, more recruiters and, and a bigger team and, and things like that. And so from like 
the development side and the culture side, you know, everything that I do with the Leadership Academy, that was a really enticing piece too, is to know that eventually we're, we're working toward um, me having my own team and um, you know, however big that's going to be in the future, I guess it's going to dep- be dependent on how fast we grow. But um, acquisition is, is the goal in the future. Seems like a really great company and um, yeah, I am. I am definitely excited to uh, be with a company where the the leadership is so strong that I can, you know, really get behind it and believe in it. Um, the product, I think, like I said, speaks for itself. And um, it's been a long time since I've had both of those things align <laughs> with uh, my career. And so, um, yeah, I I don't know. I, I I can't say enough good things about it, but I, I am really excited. Yeah, I think it's also interesting just to reflect back on our journeys a little bit and you know sometimes when I get caught up in the frustrations of day-to-day work even in a job that I love there's always going to be frustrations and sometimes I'm like oh like why do I have to deal with that and then if I take one step back and take a look at the journey that we've had when we met we were working in retail together living pretty much paycheck to paycheck no like savings like not great savings or anything like that we weren't going on vacations we were just like getting by we weren't really in very fulfilling careers and then over the years being able to grow into being at places that we both love while still feeling passionate enough about our own ventures to start them and see success with them it is wild when you step back and look at the journey and that's what it's all about so yeah i mean it's especially wild when you think about these past what, 15, 16 months and, mm-hmm. you know, to go from me, you know, being, being laid off in August to, um, you know, now having this incredible full-time opportunity and having some really great opportunities with the Leadership Academy in addition to, I mean, the podcast has always been fun, but now being a professional podcast partner and platform and uh, the book still kind of paving its its own way, like, if you would have told me that you know, when I got laid off in, in August last year, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know that I would have been able to see that path. And I mean, that path wasn't really there until, you know, a few, few months ago when things, a couple months ago when things started turning around. So, mm-hmm. um, it, it is, it is pretty cool though. And it's, you know, most, uh, I remember Ryan Hawk on, uh, one of the previous episodes of this podcast, uh, at telling me, you know, one of the biggest difference between people who are successful and not is that they stick to what they're trying to do and um, I had many opportunities to get out of recruiting which is my main responsibility in HR uh, because people weren't hiring so they weren't really looking for recruiters Uh, but I love it because I like the people aspect of everything and so I just kept trying to to get a a good job and um, you know did another contract to kind of bridge things until I found this current opportunity with snappy Kraken, and i think it's um you know that sticking with the podcast to go from hundreds a hundred downloads like in august of 2018 to you know we're we're, we're projected to have close to you know four thousand five thousand downloads um come august of, of this year which will be our four-year anniversary so um you know a lot of a lot of hard work goes in between all of that and i don't think you know, we, we do a good job of telling that or telling about the up the setbacks mm-hmm. and how we recover and everything, but um, it hasn't been a straight line to 
this happiness and, and success, but um, not at all. <laughs> yeah, I think having you, I mean, has mm-hmm. has been the the biggest constant in mm-hmm. in a way that has helped uh, me stay sane and confident. You know, even when I was at my lowest points and everything. So, you know, that that's probably the the biggest attribution I can give toward it all is to say thank you for being supportive and um, you know helping get things back back on track and we have super bright future at this yeah. point well the thanks goes to you too from me because you know that when we met in i was not super driven to be doing a very successful job i would have been totally content with just living it up and working in the same role and like just doing my thing and then you inspired me to want to be better and push myself and I ended up getting promoted very quickly at work a lot due to you uh, really pushing me to show up as my best self. And then I never would have started Sweat with Stods without seeing you start Talent 409 and uh, everything that's come since. So you really helped me tap into my full potential too, which is awesome. Uh, I'll never forget the feeling of you just watching you just do things, whereas I thought like, I just was waiting for permission my whole life. I was like, who told you that you could start a company? Like, who told you that you could write a book and, and sell it? Like, who came to you and asked you for those things? And it's like, no one. You can just do these things. And that was a huge, huge realization for me and has made my life what it is. So thank you, too. Love having you as a partner. So let's talk about some of those exciting things coming up in the future. This one is a little bittersweet, but... Stella's first birthday is coming up in a couple weeks, which is insane, and I'm very It'll be excited. Less than a week by the time this episode oh my God. airs. <laughs> I'm very excited, but I'm also like, wow, where did the time go? Um, it's been an amazing year, especially getting to be home with her. That has been huge. Um, that's time, you know, if COVID had never happened, that this is time that I never would have gotten with her. I would have been in the office every day. Um, getting home after five, her going to bed around six, you know, just never would have gotten nearly as much time with her as I have. So I'm forever grateful for that. Um, But I'm excited too for her upcoming birthday party. She's going to have people coming over. We're going to have cake, food, drinks, and obviously presents. We got her some (laughs) cool stuff like um, a California Beach Co. tent, which seems like it might be a little late on when we got it, but, you know, if we ever have other kids, they'll be able to use it, too, even if she can only be contained for a few months. Um, and it'll be huge when we go to the beach, I think. So, excited for that. I got her a little bike, um, and then you got her some exciting things, too. Yeah, couple books, cat in a hat, you know, the classic. Um, got her first softball card, Cat Osterman, so, Cat, I'll tag you in a Twitter post, and you'll probably see it, because you do respond to most fans, so... <laughs> Um, she'll she'll be excited about that. Um, I got her <laughs> hasn't come yet. I, I was hoping to have it set up in here, ready with a, a blanket over it, ready to go. But got her little basketball hoop too. Uh, hopefully, it'll be here in the next day or so. But um, yeah, just tried to you know do some educational things, do some active uh, mm-hmm. things for her as well. I mean, um, she she's already got a ton of toys, and uh, yeah. I'm sure she's got a ton coming from family and whatnot but uh yeah she's 
she's in great. A really fun she's stage. growing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she's very active. She's all over the place exploring everything, which yeah. is really fun. She's like babbling a lot. Um, <laughs> she can say mama and dada with meaning, which is really exciting. Um, yeah. So absolutely loving this. Definitely the type of person who realizes I like the older that the babies get. Um, newborn stage is, is nice because they're really cute and sleepy, but man, like looking back, I was definitely not well and I miss. I, I appreciate now how she reacts to things that I do. Whereas in those days, like they just don't do that much. Super cute, but glad that stage is really only four months. So yeah. 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 I mean, she'll, she'll be walking any day. She's getting real close to that. And, um, I don't know. It's, it, this is why, you know, when we were talking about earlier, I mean, I basically have three buckets in my life and, the first bucket is the, the my full-time career recruiting HR. My second bucket is the Leadership Academy. But my third bucket is the one that, so this isn't like an order of importance, it's the one that means the most to me, and it's also the most dynamic of them all. Like, there's many buckets within this big bucket, like my relationship with you, my, my parents, my brothers, uh, time, my relationship with Stella, you know, and, and like... Um, it's uh it's important to like kind of have those boundaries to me and um but also like have an understanding that like those three things are really important to me i mm-hmm. i mean my career is important because it allows us to do a lot of the things we want to do in our personal life um the the business is important to me because i really want to help athletes and i get a lot of energy out of that and uh you know obviously my personal life i I love spending time with you guys and want to go on vacations and want to retire at a, at a decent age and be able to enjoy life even more and not have to work forever. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, I don't, I don't know if it's so much a reflection, you know, because I'm a parent now, but I don't know. I, I feel like COVID and being a parent and I've just been able to like slow things down and, I don't know if I was, like, as good in the past about, like, the big picture. I was just so much more, like, in the moment, like, day-to-day tasks, checking off things. And now now I have, you know, our financial future is pretty secure right now. We have some things working for us. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think we're, for being 32 and 30 in a, in a really excellent spot, we've got Stella set up financially. Um, you know, we've we've got vacations in the future. We've got... You know, just a lot of, a lot of really exciting things from a personal standpoint too, and I think, you know, just meshing that with everything that we've already talked about, it, it's just, it's all good. Yeah, it's really interesting to hear you talk about the buckets too, because when I did my precision nutrition certification, one of the things that like stuck out to me the most is how they coach you for deep health, which oh, I can't remember the six facets of deep health, but there's like your physical health is one of them, your mental health, your emotional health, environmental. um, And then there's at least a couple more, I think like spiritual or something. But when I think about the different buckets of life and how they apply to things, like that's one of the lenses that I've evaluated my life on. Um, And it's funny to hear you say there's like three buckets and some mini buckets because I'm like, my personal health and well-being is really high on mine. Obviously my work, 
I find very rewarding and fulfilling. So that is high. My family, huge, very important, but also like fun is a huge category for me. So making sure that we're going out and doing social things, trying new places in Charlotte, hanging out at the pool with our friends like we did yesterday. Um, and then like traveling and seeing the world. So booking a vacation to Mexico, like we did for February, um, that all of that does add up and, and they're all really important pieces of the life that we have. So we're going to Mexico. Yeah, we're going to Mexico. We are going to Mexico in February, which will be crazy because we've never left Stella for that duration of time, but got to have some mom and dad time. So we're going to go back to our honeymoon spot in February and Stella will hang out with her grandparents for a week. So it'll be fun all around for everyone. It'll be much easier to leave her now that I am almost done breastfeeding her because that would have been the ultimate challenge before. And obviously COVID was a huge challenge prior, but we're fully vaccinated. People are traveling again. We need some time away. <laughs> yep. And worst case scenario is we get refunded for the money if there's some type of outbreak but i don't think that's going to happen and so i'm definitely excited first vacation that we've taken since october of 2019 so we still have some time but it's on the books we are ready to go we've taken vacations but yeah. a lot of them have been to your parents beach house which like i said when you booked that for our like baby moon and for my 30th birthday I was like we always go here which is amazing I love having it but I'm ready to go on like a vacation somewhere else even though I picked somewhere that we've been before yeah and like the baby moon for example you didn't work that whole week I did yeah so I haven't I guess is is a better way of saying it taking a vacation a full like away from work and, mm -hmm. and all of that since October of 2019 mostly because of COVID but, um, yeah, it's it's going to be a lot of fun. I hope Diego is still working there, and uh, I'm, I'm going to have a lot of fun at that pool bar, I think. <laughs> yeah. Um, and ultimately, we decided to go back to the place we have been before because uh, we've had a not-so-great all-inclusive experience, and we've had an excellent all-inclusive experience at Excellence. And <laughs> so I went to look up um, all-inclusive trips because... If we're going to do an adventure type trip, like Stella can come with us or future kids and whatnot, that I'm more apt to bring kids on something like that than I am to have like a fully relaxing vacation. Obviously, I'm not bringing kids to an adults only resort. So um, when I went online to look at TripAdvisor's recommended all inclusives, Excellence Playa Mujeres is still right at the top. So booked it again because, you know, why mess with perfection? Mm -hmm. I'm on board. Yep. Put yeah. a bow on it. Put a bow on it. That's what we got. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, anything else you wanted to share? I'm good. I think we covered some historical, some current, and some future. So yep. new, exciting stuff. New episode, Dynamic Leaders. Next new episode is coming out on Monday. So keep those feeds refreshed. Make sure you're telling people to subscribe and get back on it. The episodes are starting up week to week again. So we're back to the old format week to week starting monday this has been a an amazing time and i think we have more amazing stuff happening and can't wait to see what's gonna happen so thank you all for listening and until next time take it easy